0: com slash mondays that's m o n a r c h m o n e y dot com slash mondays for your extended 30 day free trial
1: the enhanced american express business gold card is designed to take your business further
2: Mondays TMZ edition, TMZ edition. <laughs> <Shout> <laughs> Troy, tell me where the market is going by end of year. They're gonna find you
0: one way or another.
2: Boys,
3: <laughs> shout out to TMZ, shout out to TMZ. A lot to talk about in the market and in the world. Um, so uh yeah, get ready. This is gonna be one of those ones for sure. Yes. First and foremost, before we start the show, have to send our condolences. And prayers to absolutely Gilly, his wife, his whole family, Wallow, the whole team over there. Um, very unfortunate situation. Mm-hmm. His son being murdered in Philadelphia. Um, believe his services was today. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, very unfortunate and sad situation, especially somebody that's in the media space. Yeah. um you know i've met gilly a few times i don't have like the best relationship with him i'm not like personal friends with him but every time that we met him he was cool um yeah. you know a lot of energy uh very you know joyful type of person um so very you know sad situation for sure any anytime that you know anybody passes away it's um unfortunate yeah. but you know especially when it's somebody's child mm-hmm. um you know so yeah. i think it's a it's a something that you know gun violence in america has to be addressed at some point especially in our communities mm-hmm. and um it's an epidemic that is continuously getting worse so um you know we definitely have to find ways to um lower Guns, gun violence, um access to guns. Especially amongst young young people. Mm-hmm. We have to, you know, conflict resolution. Yeah. And different things. A lot of different things have to come into play. But I wanted to definitely send our condolences and RIP for sure.
0: Yeah. And um yeah, we're just praying for strength and uh mercy over the, the entire family. I saw Low put up a post this morning about the mission that they're on and how to, you know. It's going to be continuing, and their faith is even stronger now of what they've been called to do. Um, so it takes a lot of strength uh, and a lot of character to to be in that position and have that that mindset when you have a tragedy that strikes like this. So, again, thoughts and prayers to the entire, uh, the entire family, man. We, we, we are with you. We are thinking of you. We're praying for you.
2: Yeah, blessings to you and your family. Um, I can only imagine what he's going through. I've never met Gilly, but like you said, a ball of energy – I was a fan of his when it when he was a rapper. So, like, we do have to have a conversation about, like you said, conflict resolution, because um, to make it what you would think would be out, and then for his kid to go through that, well, not, that was heartbreaking. That was heartbreaking. So, our prayers to him and his family.
3: Yes, for sure, for sure. Um, so yes, that was a very unfortunate situation, sad situation. But on a brighter note we had um, a very good weekend in Detroit. So definitely want to just thank that the whole entire city of Detroit, um, ally United masters Ken, um, everybody on the ground in Detroit that, that always shows us so much love. Detroit is a very special place. It's one of these places that, you know, if they rock with you, they rock with mm-hmm. you heavy. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? If they mm-hmm. rock with you. They rock with you like you family. And as since day one, everybody that we've met been a one to us, um, just so much love, man. That event was amazing. Ha ha Davis, uh Icewear Vezo, um, Hill Harper mm-hmm. we interviewed, but just so many people, everybody that just came out, Bravo. I don't want to forget anybody's name, yeah. but so many people who showed us love in Detroit. We don't take it that for granted. And Detroit's a city that had a bad rap for a long time. Um, but I really encourage people not to just listen to what the media portrays because you know the media can have you scared of something. Um, and that could be done intentionally, because um, you know, a lot of development is happening especially in the the downtown area so detroit's on the rise but it's just good energy around like every time we go out there they just super solid good energy good vibes like i really like i really like the city a lot and um you know very appreciative that we were able to do that event in detroit earn your masters and shout out to everybody that came out and showed us love at the event and the whole entire weekend like it's just you know red carpet treatment every time we go to Detroit. So we really, really,
0: really appreciate Mario, everybody. Yeah. Uh, we got to give a big shout out to our boy Turbo. Turbo. Uh, Turbo looked out for us. And the Mario, I'm glad you said Mario. Shout out to Mario Kelly. We had a, a a moment, man. We met Mario probably a little over a year ago. And uh, we were out one night after dinner. And uh, th- I guess where we were standing, we could look into Tiger Stadium, Comerica Park. And we were looking out. And he was like, Troy, look at that. That's the power impact. i I'm was like, what you mean? He was like, my company is inside that stadium right now cleaning. And that's because of the impact that y'all are having. I'm able to employ my community. Um, so just moments like that, man, as we're sitting there having a drink and watching what growth can be and what the impact can be and some of the future plans that he has inside of not only Detroit, but now he's in Houston. He's doing the NRG stadium and he has some other plans for some other uh stadiums mm-hmm. uh throughout the country. It's incredible, man. So just, just highlighting our people, what that can do is endless, man. So we're gonna continue to do that. But shout out to him because that story was was a dope one.
2: Uh, for my Midwest family, I'm sorry I was not there. Uh, <laughs> thought I thought I had made it. Yeah, it was looking for me. So um, the event looked amazing. I definitely won't miss another one. I was with my baby Xander, but uh, Troy called me, FaceTimed me, so I had a chance to talk to a couple of y'all. I appreciate y'all, but I will be seeing you at a VES Fest.
0: So, <laughs> That's a fact. And you were honored. You were honored. We, we accepted the award on your behalf. Yeah, shout the you. city, the city council.
2: They gave you a proclamation. <laughs> That's fire, Indiana. You on the clock?
3: <laughs> you are on the clock?
0: <laughs> yeah, being recognized in a city uh, in a place you're not from, there's nothing like that, man. So shout yeah. out to the entire city of Detroit. Man, nah, that was love. Love is love, war. man. So we're gonna get into it. Um, big episode tomorrow. Uh,
3: shout out to Timmy. Um, we in the oh, African, wow. we're in the African vibe right now. Get your tickets to the Market Mondays, Ghana. Um, and wrote Timmy, man. That was he's from Nigeria originally. And uh really dope individual. Like, he's, Great he's actually an extremely smart person. Talked about investing real estate, acting, um, business. His wife is a is a huge star um on the continent too. Um, so they talked about the family business, plans for Africa. Like we've been having a lot of content related to Africa. So this is right in theme with that and this is one of the, another one another dope dope episode so shout out to punch shout out to bro timmy shout out to the whole team that tomorrow one o'clock eastern standard time mm-hmm. check it out and, and this weekend we'll be in miami shout out to my boy david shans yes he's doing a podcast summit yes and we're gonna go Sounds out there and, we're gonna go out there and speak i think we can speak on monday um but shout out to dave Get your tickets if you're in Miami or if you're interested in learning about podcasts. You know, Dave. Dave's a good dude, man. Um yeah, special talent. Yeah, he's yeah, special, yeah. man. So, you know, he he invited us to come speak. So we'll be lending our expertise to yeah. up-and-coming people in this space.
0: We might know a thing or two about podcasting.
3: Just a little bit. Maybe. Perhaps.
0: <laughs> Perhaps.
3: <laughs> um, all right. That's it because I know everybody hates the long Um the long, drawn-out openings. All right, folks. So All right. Oh, you know,
2: man. Here's your disclaimer. Do your own research. Well, I was going to ask Ian if he had anything. Oh, said. my fault. Ian, Ian,
3: you got any announcements you want to make?
2: Um, Yes. Sticking with, with the Africa theme, I texted you yesterday. I think he had an amazing episode that dropped, so check out his uh, episode. Oh, super, super. super dope. Yes. That was, that was fire. Uh, Stock Club call will be this Wednesday at 9 p.m. Central. I'm proud of you. Uh, shout out to my guy. He doesn't want me to reveal his name. I made the post on IG, though. He's up 793% since 2018. Uh, So join the call. We've been having some exciting discussions about uh, when I think a crash will happen, what will be the cause of it, and how to ultimately take advantage of it. We'll talk about some of that tonight. And get your tickets to Market Mondays in Ghana and InvestFest. I still can't reveal who I would be on stage with, but assets under management is really high.
3: Billions.
0: Billions. Billions. There's a story to tell. Soon reach. Soon (laughs) reach. Let's
2: go. Uh, All right.
0: Uh,
3: disclaimer. Yeah,
0: let's do it. Our content is intended to be used. It must be used for informational purposes only. It's very important to do your own analysis before making any investment based on your own personal circumstances. You should take independent financial advice from a professional in connection with or independently research and verify any information that you find on our show and wish to rely upon whether for the purpose of making an investment decision or otherwise. People continue to do the research, continue to share it when it's great and if you got it from somebody, please give them the credit for it. Love is love. Hey Ian, I got to make one of those calls. I keep seeing how fire the calls are. at like I'm like yo I gotta make one of them calls man. i, uh, can I get the link, link. Can I get an invite once? On. You you got got don't do
2: that all the time. <laughs> I got you. Hell yeah, let's do it. Oh, and yeah. I gotta uh, tell uh Brynn happy birthday. I appreciate you, love you dearly. Uh, one of my dearest friends, member of Red Panda, and uh go, go stream Maida's EP. Me and Bam and trying to put some majesty together for Chicago, so go support the queen, Maida, and her new project. Wait.
3: Yeah, shout out to my niece. Her birthday today. I'm about too, to say, so. yeah,
0: yeah. We got some family birthdays today. Hey, day. happy
3: birthday, blessing. Yeah. Um, mom coming she up. She turns nine. She's on vacation. Mom's on vacation.
0: But well, her birthday's coming up. Yeah, her yeah. It's almost Leo up, season. Sure.
3: So happy almost. birthday. Yeah, Happy yeah. birthday to my mom <laughs> and happy birthday <laughs> to my niece. Um, for sure, for sure. Enjoy. Can, your can days, we announce
2: the other thing too or no? What other? No. Thing okay. That? What what thing is that? When we gonna hang out at the? Uh,
0: is that this weekend in the north? Yep. Um, yeah, we can announce. Yeah, it. I think that is it. That's this so,
3: weekend. Yeah. Carabana, Toronto. We are coming back this time. It's just for the love. We're not doing a show, it's not a show. I'm not either. playing no
2: basketball,
3: yeah. <laughs> but we're doing a vibe, man. We're gonna be there all weekend, Carabana weekend. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna be doing an activation on that Monday. We'll release all the details on social media soon. Come, but um it's a vibe and it's just our our way of saying thank you free the activation will be free Mm -hmm. um we're gonna vibe out all weekend i think we might be on a float i believe perhaps anything anything can happen um anything can happen when we're in canada so canada we are headed your way caribbean a weekend will be releasing information soon um shout out to the whole team in canada i love y'all um love you guys so much and um yeah, we're gonna we gonna we
2: gonna make this happen. We all know shout out to my guy. This is the last time I bring up the energy, the injury, I promise you. I'm done. <laughs> He's like, bro, quit slandering me. People feel to figure it out. I'm like, fuck it. Shout my out to bad. Prize. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to my guy.
3: All right, let's get into this. So um is the NASDAQ setting up for a crash, or will the AI and will and will the AI bubble be the cause of it. The Nasdaq has been running up tremendously over the mm-hmm. last 6 months. Um went from at its low uh it was like 11,000, hovering a little bit over 11,000. Now, yep. now it's over 14 Now it's over 14,000, so you know, that's that's a pretty big jump in a 6 month time frame. Yeah. So um a lot of that has been cause of this ai frenzy that we're in everybody talks about chat gbt all the time and you know everybody's coming out with a competitor to chat gbt we'll talk about that today as well apple and google and, and Meta, Microsoft, all these yeah. so microsoft and they, and they invested in chat gbt as well Open mm-hmm. AI. but you know what comes up must come down so
2: um uh, yeah what's the deal A lot of people were asking me this question over the weekend and um, 16,000 is usually a great support area for, uh, excuse me, resistance area for NASDAQ. I don't think we'll have a crash. I think what people are worried about is that the market has went up so fast. Is it going to pull back? Um, My number one piece of advice for everyone long term is through every occasion, every season, every storm, every news headline, please look to hold for five or 10 years. Um, will we have a pullback at some point if it's not 16,000 maybe maybe 17,000 we'll have a little bit of a pullback um, for my traders I would definitely map out your technicals I will look to see if we break past 16,000 and what news comes out as a result so like Tesla reported we'll talk about that um, if more companies report better earnings we'll push past a 16,000 17,000 level With no problem, but if we aren't seeing strong earnings over the next couple of weeks, it'll give you a sign that we'll begin to slow down. So for my long-term investors, don't worry about it because everyone who's always talking about a crash, they are betting on the wrong side of history and the market. But for my short-term investors or swing traders, I would map up my levels and and have some protection in place. And now is definitely not the time to buy the NASDAQ. Like if you haven't got in already, it's too late. You're going to have to wait for a little bit of a pullback.
0: Yeah, I mean, if we look where it was maybe a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. we're talking down 30%. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, just from a, a standpoint of looking at the technicals, the, the the chances of it pulling back another 20 is tough. But it, tough. It, you have to look at what, like you said, what is leading it? Is it the Magnificent Seven leading it, or is it the entire space? Um, and that's a tough call, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we're looking at it, yeah, the Magnificent Seven are leading it. Yes, AI is leading it. Is AI slowing down? No. Will there be companies that are going to be created and uh, acquired during this time? Yes. Do those companies cost money? Absolutely. And so that's going to dig into to, to the margins of some of these companies that are looking to acquire. But I don't see the space having another. I, I, we wouldn't call it a correction, um, right? Because that means they'd have to go down twenty percent. But I do. I, I, it's going to slow down, right? We. It has to slow down, and, and that's good. That's a good thing, right? Well, what we saw on Thursday and Friday, I, I was getting text messages and DMs like, oh, my God, is it happening again? And I'm like, do you realize that you, you've gone up over, like, 12% in a month? Like, do you yes. realize that? Right? So for like when, an index. When it, for an index, not just a company, for the entire index. And so when it pulls back 2% in a day, I want you to be prepared for that. I want you to, like, really get to see, like, what that feels like. And so it's important to have these moments it it's it's a resetting of a sense when it's like all right well let's take a a, a pause we got a couple of indicators that are going to be coming this week we know that the fed is going to raise potentially all signs are pointing to that we know that a lot of the big companies are going to be reporting this week microsoft and google included metas included in that and so let let's uh-huh. see where we're at before you know we continue to ascend or if we we go sideways for a little bit it's it's been an, an incredible year for the nasdaq and so we got to just Take these things in stride, like really assess what's happened. Not look at the short term, but look at what has happened over the past six months, look over the past two years, three years, and really assess where we're at right now. We're we're in a good spot.
2: And a quick lesson to please write this down. Um, If the market does not halt, there's really nothing to worry about. Like if things are getting really bad when you hop on CNBC or Bloomberg and they halted trading because the market is falling down so much, so if we fall down, I think, 3% and they, like, work the circuit breaker to make the market stop or pause for a little bit, that's when we're, you know, we're getting into a territory where we could end up having a correction. But these are just normal waves and pullbacks. And uh, uh, tip number two, you have to look for amazing asymmetric risk. So where you have the risk-to-reward ratio in your favor, we're almost at the top of the market. There's just a lot of people at this point taking profit, so I don't see a crash coming. Will we see a pullback of 5 to maybe 10%? Sure. But like Troy said, I mean, we went up 12% in a month and, and since last year the Nasdaq has been on a, one of the most amazing runs in the last 15 years. I don't
0: think there's anything to worry about right now. Yeah. Well, 30, 30, 35% year-to-date Nasdaq. 35. and That was
2: up 11 days in a row.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. A pullback of, of a 1% or Three quarters of a percent, or even two percent in a day, yeah. And your portfolio, if you're looking at your account on a daily basis, it doesn't feel great, but it's part mm-hmm. of it, right? It, it it comes with the territory, right? When we were climbing up, you know, twenty percent over the past three months, it was an amazing. This comes with it, so mm-hmm. you got to you got to you got to take the ebbs and flows uh, of investing.
2: Yeah, we always have to look at that long term horizon, and never the short term. Like we had something happen uh today that most people if it would have happened to them they would have wanted to quit but over the aggregate of a year <laughs> most of the things that bother us won't even matter um so keep keep your focus on what is happening long term um and also too i had told speaking the stock club call i have put a stat in our chat and i want to read this off in terms of vanguard and blackrock so combined vanguard and blackrock has 16.69 trillion under management That is the equivalent of 71% of the United States' GDP. Vanguard and BlackRock are both heavily invested into the NASDAQ and majority of the properties in NASDAQ. If you think they're going to fall while they are in it, we have another thing coming. And the biggest investor in Vanguard is BlackRock and vice versa. They have vested interest in these companies going up for a long period of time. That's why I always say the market is rigged, but it is rigged to stay up for a long period of time. Don't bet against the, the Fed, Vanguard, or BlackRock.
0: Don't you do it.
2: Don't do it. Please don't do it.
0: Please don't do it. <laughs> speaking <laughs> of AI,
3: speaking of AI, and we will be having an a AI activation at InvestFest. That's actually something that we added to the InvestFest vendor marketplace, because um I Sorry. feel like it's, it's important for people to actually see different things visually, so I mm-hmm. um, wanted to kind of give that glimpse into the future, so that is something I'm extremely looking forward to this year for Invest Fest because we talk about AI so much that mm-hmm. you know so you much, gotta, yeah. gotta kind of give people like you know something that they could really feel in touch. Um pause, but let's talk about <laughs> Apple. <laughs>
0: Apple launched. I didn't say that, I just laugh. Yeah. uh so
3: Apple announces the launch of a chat GPT. Competitor mm-hmm. called Ajax and Microsoft pops up, pops on an announcement of a $30 per month subscription AI version of Office 365. Mm-hmm. So, what are your thoughts on um, what this means for these two companies and for Chat GPT? It seems like Chat GBT is getting hit from all sides. Pause. Um, mm-hmm. SEC two for two. <laughs> gotta be on your feet. <laughs> Yeah. The SEC has been, you know, investigating them now. And now the public is starting to criticize ChatGPT. They got lawsuits from, you know, different people in Hollywood. Um, they, they have competitors, Apple, Meta, Google, even the people that they're in business with is becoming a competitor, Microsoft, um, which is interesting. They, I've heard that, um, you know, companies stop sharing information with them meta and google they stopped sharing you know data so it's you know kind of hurting their (laughs) their search engines a little bit um so yeah you know when you when you're on top you get the arrows thrown at you so let's talk about that one first what is the future of chat gbt because at first it looked like it was unstoppable Mm -hmm. now it's looking like i don't know i actually had (laughs) an issue last week i tried to use it and it, it must have been down a server, it wasn't working, so I had to get a, yeah, I had to get another app. I forgot the name of the uh, other app that is powered by chat gbt It uses chat gbt, but I had to do a whole thing. Um, because chat gbt didn't it didn't
2: work for like a whole entire day for me. So yeah, what's the future for chat gbt? Um, I think they are still promising, but everyone is catching on, and I kept alluding to Hey, there's going to be a couple of players that are going to get into space. And everyone knows Apple and Microsoft are two of my favorites. If you go on careers um, at Apple, they have 104 different job listings for machine learning and AI jobs. So when I start and that's a tip that I gave before, like if you want to know if a company is really interested in something, look at what they're hiring for. Um, so when you go look at Apple, Microsoft and Google, as soon as chat GPT started to make their rounds and get really popular, it's kind of like in music, like when the sound gets really popular, every other label tries to find an artist that can do that same thing. I think we are entering like the App Store version of AI where it's like every player has to be in the space. Uh, Analyst, I think four weeks ago, was saying that Apple needs to focus on AI and not VR. And here you are, they had this in sort of works already. I think um, Microsoft, we talked about it before, but with them and Google, with Google Docs, I think the productivity increases are gonna be amazing. Um, but for them to have a third subscription on Office 365, and for anybody that's ever used Excel, just having AI there alone is going to be tremendous. And I don't think Chat GPT will lose their lead per se, but everyone at some point, Meta, mm-hmm. Adobe, uh, Microsoft, Tesla, at some point, everyone will have their own version of this. And, um, two years ago I was talking about the automation and everything. And, you know, Cal Newport was a huge inspiration for like the, not having a bunch of meetings and not having answering emails. And now we have a bunch of solutions here. Now, every major company is going to have an AI like template. Cause you need it in order for your earnings to be relevant, because if not, it's going to look like you're being left behind the same way. A lot of business owners have to go into creating content. Um, They made an incredible adjustment. I think Microsoft probably will monetize the best off of this, but I think Apple will be able to integrate this the best with Siri and a couple other maps and and other platforms they already have in the App Store.
0: Yeah, I like what you said there about Apple focusing on AR and not VR. One of the things that they did, people probably didn't notice, is right when they announced the the headset maybe uh, in June. Mm -hmm. Last week they said they're cutting back on production before they even came out. Well, that gives you a sign of what they're looking at. But this is what we I said about two weeks ago. Sometimes you get out ahead, <laughs> and then for every you reason that shit, forever, the, for every reason that you just said, mm-hmm. sometimes people will put you on a moat. Right? You yeah. can create a no, moat, no, hold, can- hold on, no, no, I got to give you a moment. Yeah.
2: Everyone, please write this down. Troy has been screaming this point, and at some point, we're going to have a person <laughs> on here to tell you more.
0: <laughs> tell them
2: this strategy of letting them be on a moat by themselves
0: first, right? So when you, when you go out, and I would compare it to a MySpace, it becomes a thing that everybody has to use, right? Mm-hmm. When, when we're talking about social, not even, well, I guess this is the early social media in a sense, uh, a yeah. place that everybody's putting music, everybody's putting their personal information, and then a Facebook comes, right? And then they take over everything that you've done, and they've perfected it. Sometimes you get put on a moat by companies that yeah. see your technology and see what you're doing, and they've mm-hmm. improved on it. And so when I think about chat GBT, and I, I shared this with y'all a few, few days ago, how do you compete when everybody uses your technology, uses the, the uh, GBT technology? What is your competitive advantage? Especially when some of them are more effective than what you're doing. And so when I think about BARD and I'm thinking about Google, from a search standpoint, their technology can read the entire internet in 13 days. right? Every 13, it can it's sourced the entire internet, whereas in chat, GBT, it's what's being put. The information that's being put, It sometimes it comes out correct. Sometimes it's inaccurate. How do you ch- change those sufficiencies? The other part, and the wise man told me this, is that if you want to see what people are doing in AI, look at what the top companies are hiring for and who they're hiring. And so when OpenAI takes off, who, who left OpenAI? Where did they go? Yep. Did they create another company? Where's Bill Gates investing his money? Where's Jeff Bezos <laughs> investing his money? Right? Where's Jensen invented, investing his money? Mm-hmm. And so if you start seeing where they're investing and then you see who they're hiring, because that's equally as important, right? Who are mm-hmm. they hiring? What are they hiring them for? And what is their skill set? If they start taking the best people from all these places, and especially even if they're coming from OpenAI, because if, there's a lot of hires that have come from, from that company, they're building the next thing right yeah. and when sometimes they build the next thing you become obsolete now do I think chat GBT will be obsolete no we're not, we're not there yet we're not there yet but competition is here it's going to be it's going to be a game changing competition be, mm-hmm. because of the level of expertise and the professionals that are coming with new ideas right and so when they look at Silicon Valley they're looking for fresh minds to come up with ideas and the thing that they have is the capital Open open AI have it? Yeah, they have a backing because Microsoft is behind it. But can it compete with the Google and the Apple when they come into the space and decide that we're going to be the top players? That's what we have to see in in addition to who's hiring and what they're hiring for and where they're taking those hires from. And
2: one thing that they don't have, um, that let's say Meta has with Instagram, Rashad, you brought this up before. Like People use ChatGPT, is it like a utility it's almost like a calculator, if you will, but no one loves being on the platform yet. I think a company, if they find a way to make the user interface a lot more interactive, fun to be on. And if they get people to be excited to be on it the way that they would a social media app, that is going to have a lasting impact. Um, going back to the motto of like when I look at a company, one of the things that I always look at and see is does this brand have a like a raven or fanatical fan base? Chat GPD doesn't have that yet. Um, if Google is able to find a way to do so, or if Meta is able to do so and it employs it uh on that Instagram platform, it'll definitely make some headwinds. But I'm looking to see what Adobe does as well. Google Cisco, another one, yeah, who will be a big player. Tesla eventually will have one if Elon can get focused and <laughs> stop worried about changing the logo on Twitter. Um, and I'm looking to see what some of the media companies like Netflix would do as well um, with an AI version. AI yeah, integrate. And, and Bloomberg has launched it. I know everyone who's already worked on the institution. They did have an AI model there, but they like there's a Bloomberg GPT that is running wild now and doing pretty well. Like eventually, we're going to see every industry have their own version of one. Like Shopify and eBay and PayPal mm-hmm. will have one for services and then youtube i have one and apple Podcasts and the spotify I have one like it'll be niche niche down by sector and that's mm-hmm. going to be really interesting to see over the next year or two
0: yeah and that and the, everything that you just explained is kind of what's happening right so like we're being privy to what uh the capabilities of chat GPT now but you can imagine 10 years ago that they already had this technology and oh, we're yeah. testing it and sourcing it out to be used for the general public and so yeah. if we're 10 behind 10 years behind now that's exactly what these companies have probably been working on for the past three to five years. It's like, what's the next, because we're going to have our own version of it. And so again, it comes yeah. back to the, the question of when everybody has a GBT, how do you not compete and what's your competitive advantage? I'm not sure what it is yet. Yeah. Rashad, what do you about-
2: think they're falling off or no? Um, No, I
3: mean, I think that, um, I think that it's something that competition is good. Um, It has to, you know, spark innovation competition, mm-hmm. usually sparks innovation. So it's going to be interesting to see, of course, um Microsoft has a hand in it. So they don't have like, you know, a complete, it's not a complete underdog story, mm-hmm. even though, like I said, Microsoft, they have a couple other products that they're working on as well. So it'll be interesting to see how much effort they actually put into chat GBT or how many, how much resources they put in chat GBT. But I feel like chat GBT is going to be, you know, here, Um, I'm not sure if they're going to be number one, um, especially with Apple, that's something that's interesting. I think Apple probably has the the clear advantage here with, you know, already having the phone. Google has an advantage as well, but even with Google, you'll have to go outside of the ecosystem to get to a Google app where Apple, it'll, I'm sure it'll be embedded in your home screen when you have an iPhone and they'll, they'll try to make it, you know,
0: as easy to use as possible. I think that's one of the advantages, though. What do you think? That's what I just said. No, I'm just saying Google's already the search engine on the Apple phone.
3: Yeah, but I'm saying they're gonna have an app. It's oh, gonna thinking, be an okay. app. This like, is, an app. Okay. Yeah, so it's like you know, like how they have the stock app, they have the health app, they have the maps app. Okay. Like Google, there's ways, there's Google Maps, but Apple has an advantage with their GPS system because the app is already on your phone. You have to download waves. Waves, yeah. you have to download google maps you don't have to download the, the map system that's already provided for you so it's yeah. like you're gonna have to bypass the the recommended chat gbt or whatever they're gonna call it. it's gonna be on your phone in my opinion mm-hmm. you're gonna have to bypass the one that's already on your phone go to the app store and you know download it pay the subscription it's gonna be a whole process they probably even put it in for free um yeah so it's like you know that's even more of an incentive. If I can, if I got something for free right there on my phone, I don't have to download it. Why not? You know, they'll probably just you know add it into the monthly bill, and you know, get, get larger data, data set. That
0: yeah. that 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 strategy works until you know we put that post up about the invisible technology. Right and now, it's, there is no phone, and you're just telling it, right? Like that is the GBT. It's a, a small device that attaches to you, and that becomes the phone and that become there is no app but where did he used to work for i know it but he's not there now that's what i'm saying like I'm, I'm so where did he go who is he working for and who is he hiring but I'm he sure, used to do for apple yes i'm yes. sure
3: apple has a, i'm sure apple has their next iteration of the iphone in a couple of years will be no phone
0: no phone right then the apps that's become that's where we're headed yeah and even in part of that question and you, you talked about the office i mean this is brilliant right like they they're charging a $30 subscription to that they have mm-hmm. over 400 million users on office 365 yeah 400 million people yeah. right like, i always like to use the 10% theory so if 10, even like 10% of those people say all right we're going to use this technology we'll pay the $30 a month people are i mean people are paying more a month from everywhere right if you look at netflix they raise their prices i saw spotify they raise their prices prices are going up on everything and so it's inflation yeah there, Something something that's going to be used every day, like Microsoft Office. I mean, you pay that $30 subscription, especially from an enterprise standpoint, just think about the revenue that gets brought in from that. It's, 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 it's kind of remarkable.
2: Yeah, and if they have the props already in there where it can like show you how to write a paper on this, research topics on this, this for spreadsheets. Because like I said it before, but we're looking at companies and products that can that can increase the GDP of the country. Mm. This is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. This gives you a competitive advantage. And I, I've seen some people be like, well, using AI is laziness. I'm like, it's way more efficient. Like, so if I can get 10 times the amount of things done in one day than I used to by using four or five apps, why wouldn't I? But imagine one that is done across an enterprise. So I'm looking to see how like a Dell or HP or a or tech company is, is able to use some of the technology to be a lot more efficient. Um, get their costs down, and then as a result, be more profitable. But I think this is definitely a game changer. But I, I keep saying it: the companies, even with that guy who's made that technology, if he gets big enough, Google, Apple, Microsoft, somebody will buy him out and integrate the technology into their their ecosystem. We have to look at these big companies as kingdoms. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. only room enough for a few kingdoms. And if you get big enough, they're either going to take you on as competition, put you through litigation or acquire you. Hopefully he gets acquired and then he can ride off into the sunset again. But um, we have to look at these companies as what they are. They're actually like kingdoms in terms of the number of people that they serve.
0: That's the next iteration. right? So it starts from us. Well, the creators using it amongst themselves in Silicon Valley going up to the general public where now companies are investing in it, but I think the, the, the last iteration will be people will have their own personal GBTs. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he was kind of alluded to in that, in that video, and it was like, well, what happens when I just have the one that knows me? right? Yeah. And now it can recommend things for me, it actually knows my schedule, and it just can talk to me. I think we're headed toward that in the next five to ten years, where everybody has a personal GBT, and it won't just be like, hey, I have to use that one or that one. I have my own.
3: We'll see. Um, I forgot to announce something. Tomorrow, big day. If you're in New York City, pull up on us at 7.30. Dykeman Park, first game of the season. They finally got the, co- the court back open. Yes. Team, team Earn Your Leisure will have the opening night game. We will have the opening night game, Dykeman Park Grand opening, they got a ribbon cutting and the whole thing. Um, I saw LeBron put on his story that he that he was thinking about pulling up the Dykeman. So, Bron, if you're interested <laughs> in pulling up the Dykeman as a spectator or player, that's yeah, what he, that's what he said. He said the question is the question is should I play or should I just watch? If you're interested in watching, that's. Or play? I mean, y'all need a big man. Well, that's well. Uh, if you're interested in watching, we can oh. set you up. If If you're interested in playing. We have your uniform. We're saving a uniform. <laughs>
0: for Twenty-three. He's not wearing six
3: anymore. He's saving a uniform mm-hmm. for Bron Bron. Putting it out there. Rich, Paul, Nav. Paul. Why not? McCary, for, the, for the culture. One of y'all, please. For the culture. But come, come. All our earners come out and support tomorrow, man. We gotta, we gotta win. We gotta win. The only option. It's the only option. Yeah. So. This chat GBT situation. Well, how will it affect Microsoft and Apple stock specifically? Being that at, at Microsoft is um, the thirty dollar a month subscription, mm-hmm. and Apple is announcing they you know they're coming out with their own. So, how will it impact their stock?
2: To the moon, um, even if they only get four million people, which they'll probably get more. That's a hundred and twenty million per month, not factoring in churn. Um, Microsoft and Apple are just finding more ways to be more dominant. And unlike the 1990s and early 2000s, they're finding a way to do so at scale and give people what they want. Um, Conversation that we had earlier, you know, about the people have to vote you. And unanimously, Apple has been voted as the most favorite tech company. And Microsoft is finding a way to be more beloved amongst enterprise. Stock is going to keep getting better. Like, e- like everything that you, th- like Apple and Microsoft are like LeBron Um, in this regards. Like, it took all the criticism and adapted his game to that. At one point, LeBron can't shoot the three well. He's not being physical enough in a post. He always looks to make the right play and not be aggressive. He took all that criticism and became better. Apple's done the same thing. They could have just leaned on the iPhone sales and iPad sales forever. They did mm-hmm. not. They're constantly finding ways to innovate. Um, as soon as Meta decided to go be a metaverse company, Apple said, Okay, let me make some hardware for that sector. They're still working on a wallet and the blockchain stuff, they're just been quiet about that. And then all of a sudden, here comes AI, and then they adjust and put a team on there to make one of the better large language models there. Like the biggest companies on there's a reason why they're number one and number two. And I know everyone. Once a month, like not everyone frequently, people ask me, Hey, what's the new Apple and Microsoft? Apple and Microsoft, because <laughs> if you get big enough to get hot enough, they're going to buy you out. This is how business is done. And when 50 was the hottest thing on earth, Jimmy and Dre and M all got together and say Hey, let's all go in on this deal.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I was, uh, let's just talk about the profits real quick, Ian. So, I mean. Yeah. If we talk even at a five percent, right? So if we go with that number of four hundred million users on on uh, Office three sixty five, you take that number, right? You get five percent of of the people. You're at twenty million. Twenty million mm-hmm. times thirty dollars a month. You got six hundred million dollars a month. Six hundred million dollars a month for a product that you already have, from a product that people. Are used to and are very familiar with and have loyalty to, right? I don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, people use that. I don't know how many people use Pages in enterprise, uh, uh, enterprises. I don't know, but I know people use Microsoft Not Office, many. right? Yeah. At ten percent, if they had ten percent of those subscribers come back and say, "All right, we're going to get the subscription now," you're doing one point two to one point three billion a month just on that, just on Microsoft Office. That doesn't even account anybody that decides that, hey, we want to now add this to um our economy and we we want to put this and implement this into our business that's just existing customers yeah so what we think about the stock it looks pro- the, the the rise of microsoft conti- is going to continue and it looks promising for the future
2: i mean Satya has done so well that uh, since he's been there in tenure, he's personally made a billion dollars you know how much value you have to drive for a company for you to collect a billion dollars over like an eight-year period like, we keep having these conversations about lists. We need to have a conversation about top five CEOs of this decade. That's way more important than if you think Lil Uzi's I Wanna Rock single was rapper. Like, that shit does not matter. Like, these companies are controlling the world. And if we're not involved in them and don't invest in them, we're gonna be left behind. Like, I know you guys saw that video where a guy worked at a factory for 30 years and just lost his pension. I, I hate it. to say it. This is not gonna be the only company. I keep screaming it and no, no one wants to talk about it. Chicago's pension fund is almost bankrupt and no one's saying a word. Chicago will be there in October. Hopefully we can have a solution for you by then. Things are getting serious. Inflation is getting high. Like when I saw Spotify and Netflix adjust their pricing model, I'm like, inflation is really hitting because this is the fastest that I've seen them make a change. In terms of our pricing and more companies are doing it we have to be very careful like once again the average car payment is now like 702 to 790. a lot of people say that's too much car. no that's for a normal car this isn't for a, a g-wagon or a Bentega. this is for like a normal car inflation is kicking the world's ass and we miss misman- but also too when you have no inflation, excuse me, when you have uh, 0% interest rates so for 14, 15 years, what do you think is going to happen? If you are not investing for the long term, uh, it's going to be the biggest mistake of, of your life. But thank you guys for
0: being here. And if I've made you money, please put yes in chat. There it is. There it is. Do you think um, at some point in the next three to five years with this technology being that Apple oh, is going to enter the the chat, well, the gpt race microsoft is already here in the lead does microsoft pass apple as the number one company in terms of market cap right now apple's at over three trillion microsoft's Mm -hmm. at 2.6 do you see it happen in the next three to five years
2: possibly um if apple has a couple slips and if this vr project doesn't go as well the one thing they want to address is that the iPhone market is slowing down dramatically. Mm-hmm. I do think, and shout out to all my Samsung people, I will give you guys credit. Apple needs to innovate a hell of a lot faster. Like I know they buy the screens from Samsung, but like by the time iPhone 17 comes out, it's going to be the same phone as like the 14 Pro Max. <laughs> I want to see some innovation outside of the camera. I think that's amazing. Um, I think the software is amazing, but like in terms of the phone, we we haven't seen much differentiation like my guy drew like he'll get every new samsung phone i'm like wait you can put your phone on top of a phone and charge it i can't do that like there are so many innovations i think that we take for granted um that are not being used on apple side and i think if they were a lot more innovative and not being comfortable there they could see the sales increase but we're getting in a very interesting race. Like I think Microsoft has the B two B enterprise side on lock. Apple has the consumer side on lock. But if Microsoft is able to get a crossover consumer hit, it could put them in the lead. But that's why I've always said invest in the top two.
0: Yeah, it makes it yeah. interesting because we just talked about this last week, and and we talk about innovation and what's the new product. Tim Cook, the way it looks is like the new product is new territory. Mm-hmm. Let's go to India. Go to that's India. New- It's a new product. And then I saw reports now that Amazon has decided that they're going to spend $15 in India. Mm -hmm. So rather than saying, like, all right, we have to come up with a new product, we have to come up with a new product, let's get new customers in new territories. Another strategy.
2: I mean, I I also find it ironic on the political side that there's no money to build up the black middle class. And we sell money to Ukraine to build up India's middle class and China's. But there's no money for black and brown people. Tune into the episode of High Level Conversations with 19 Keys where some solutions are posed. You understand me? (laughs) I don't understand how the money out there. Like for those of you like, yo, you just (laughs) pro app on poor Microsoft. I'm like, I'm here to make y'all money. i see the other side of the game too, though. How are all these billions able to be funneled to, like we literally built India's middle class and China's. And then they became our competition. And now we're going to move some of our most prized companies there.
3: Well, let's, let's let's talk about some other companies outside Shout of Good call. outside outside of Michael and Apple. So, um, let's talk about some companies that um, have earnings this week, mm-hmm. and let's see. You know what you think about the long term perspective for these different respective companies.
2: Mm-hmm. Domino's Pizza. Um, Domino's, I do like. Long term, I mean, I know they bounced below three hundred. Long term, I like them. They should eventually get back to that five hundred dollar mark, but I wouldn't buy it unless it was like at three hundred to two seventy five. But I do like it for a long term hold for sure. So in twenty ten, they were at um, like twenty three bucks, and then they ran up to five sixty seven in twenty twenty one. Of course, they corrected, but Domino's um, the efficiency on the technology side is amazing. I do like the company.
3: You don't think that um, you know people becoming more health conscious is going to hurt Domino's? They
0: they made a brilliant move the other day
3: though. But where are people eating Domino's? This Midwest like Southwest. West, so
0: yeah, they definitely
3: middle of America.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yes, for sure. Well, you been here?
3: South Indiana. They here. Do in <laughs> even Domino's
0: here. Domino's on Central Avenue. Domino's. You won't eat at a front. diner, bro. Yo, he's a <laughs> cabinet. Like, yo, uh, they doing a five five five. That's a fact. That's happening.
3: I, I'm a food snob, so. The Rashad, circle, that, the circles that I'm in,
0: bro. R- nah. TV timeout. They, they eating dominos, bro. They're eating dominos. They're eating the breadsticks <laughs> from the dominos. They're eating the cheesy. they eating all that, bro. The kids. Man, eat and STK, do you
2: pigeon food too?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was that was Benny Hunter, but it's okay. Yeah. We
3: we uh, we, we left STK alone. We haven't.
0: Yeah, me too. SDK. The service terrible. They never offer us anything in return. Yeah. For for some of the, the recognition. We've, we've and moved the
2: tater tots on. ain't hitting like how they used to hit. <laughs> tater tots. <laughs>
0: Shout out to the tartare. So, we, uh, we don't do tater tots. I
3: just feel like pizza, if you are going to indulge in pizza, um, I, it, me personally, right? I would just go to a pizzeria. I don't I want to order fast food pizza.
2: That's a New York bias, though.
0: But it's a value pizza. That's the thing. It's like, why do people eat Little Caesars?
2: I don't eat Louis. I'm not saying you do Caesars. That's even worse. Well, Caesars has been
0: trash. <laughs> <from> <laughs> <before>. <laughs> but people eat it. That's even worse. It's yeah. the reason that he can build a center in the middle. He can build an arena in the middle of Detroit. Well, they also own a bunch of other and stuff. And he owns so. some real estate out there, too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it was built on the brand. That's it. People eat will eat value foods. This is why people eat You're McDonald's. Value
3: foods, yeah. So it's what like if shot. I can get, if can get you, a no, to no. not
0: not in terms of the actual like this is great for you. I'm talking about <laughs> in the pricing. So if it's five dollars for three pies, people going buy it. like yo, I can get five five five. I'm gonna do it. This is the reason I why can they see the video,
2: video, video now. They're too good to even eat. $2. No no no, they're not gonna say there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's why they have a dollar menu at McDonald's <laughs> and every yeah. and Burger King has a dollar menu because they're looking at it like, wait, I can get two Big Macs for two dollars. They're going to do it because it looks. It appears to be a value. Now, on the health side of it, obviously we know that it's not the healthiest thing, but it is a value offer. So that's why people do it. But Domino's, their stock did go up. They made a a very, very important strategic partner the other day. Did you see it? Yes. Tell us some more. I mean, Troy. I shall. They have now partnered with with Uber, Uber Eats. Whereas Mm -hmm. they did before. They have their only exclusive drivers and they were trying to go that route. Then they added technology where you can order from where you are. Mm -hmm. And now they have finally come to uber Eats, which i from my assumption mm-hmm. I believe will help the company because that opens you up to a more of a broader audience and now people there's more opportunities for people to order and have their food delivered to them because there's they more drivers. Uber Eats before? no they just got there
2: but um, because they have their own um they have their own drivers the, the, the reason why I love Domino's in the fast food space is because of like the tech suite that they have there so like the efficiency of like ordering to get into your door is like yeah, probably twice as good as right. Pizza Hut's, and that's their real competitive advantage. As a result, we don't result, got no
0: Pizza Hut's around us though.
2: Pizza Hut used to be. Good.
3: It's all right, Pizza Hut's all right.
0: The, the, the Domino's
3: is always nasty. Pizza Hut used to be good back when I did indulge in, in that type of behavior. You
0: once mm-hmm. indulged in Domino's.
3: I never liked Domino's, you know but I, I did like Pizza Hut at some point. Even the square yeah. square pizza. The cheesy
0: Bear's official. Yeah, Cheesy right. yeah. The cheesy bread's official. And they 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 when they had the buffalo wings, that was like. Do they still do. I think they still do. Those was good. Then I got the cinnamon rolls. Can back. we zoom
2: in on Rashad's face of disappointment?
0: He's try- now, I'm trying. Now, the I'm next trying. thing I'm going to do is have a video when, when the children are all together and they're eating Domino's. That's the next thing we're going to have. now's won't be there. He will be there. <laughs> he, won't, he won't eat no Domino's. <laughs> uh-uh. Hey. You see the face he's making now? Like, yeah. what are you doing? That's the face he's yeah. going to make when he's like, I was hungry. True.
2: But yeah, I like Domino's. The technology platform is amazing uh they ha- they're better at efficiency and their margins are marginally better than, than their competition so that's the reason yeah.
0: why oh and the ticker is dpz so i know some people are like well what's dpz is the ticker for, for Domino's. Domino's, yeah yep yep
3: Phil- philip phillips yes Philips um,
2: yes no no the uh t- well yeah well we can we can do the psx we'll do okay, we that, that one yep um uh, not one of my favorites, but the stock has performed pretty well. Like, I like it at the $60 range. It's almost at 110 right now. So, it's just too high. There's like no upside return. Like, the all time high is 123. So, to buy it at 107 would be a huge mistake. Um, I know people want some diversity in commodities and asset classes and stuff like that. That's why I picked this one. But I wouldn't touch it unless it was at 60. Remember, like, at one point, talking about oil and natural gas was the hottest thing. And then it reverted back to the mean and then below. But Phillips uh, is solid. But I, like I said, from an investment standpoint, I wouldn't touch it unless it was like at 50 or 60, and I would probably ride it out to like 110, and that's it. There, and we're almost there.
0: How About uh, 3M. Most people don't are not familiar with 3M, but if they look around, especially if you're in the world of education, and you start looking at the products that are being ordered, like the the supplies, you're gonna start seeing 3M a lot. They've had a, yeah. a rough year, down 21 percent, 22 percent. What about 3M? Um,
2: I don't love this one. Um, if I had to touch it as an investor, it would be seventy four dollars and sixty four cent. So when y'all do your review videos, put that price in there too. Um, <laughs> we're gonna start reviewing some net net worths. I'm gonna get mad one day, and we're gonna have a whole nother talk about net worths. And I listen, I've been writing complex every week about this podcasters earning list. Tuh. Okay, I'm gonna do the Jim Jones and put my own list out. Some of y'all favors ain't as high as y'all think, but seventy four sixty four is well, like uh, triple M. Uh, this is a comedic bit written by eighty five South. I'm not being cocky or <laughs> arrogant. I haven't changed. Um, But yeah, they've had a troubling year. Um That, that slide down from two hundred down now to one hundred four has been tremendous. Uh If, we, if I can even even better, if it potentially went back to that COVID level of like forty two dollars and twenty five cent, I would like it there, but 3M, I don't love on the earnings side for sure. All
3: right. Uh, we talked about Microsoft already. So let's go into
2: Meta. Um, meta, I think that they're going to do very well, Ernest. Uh, I got a little message like uh, in that group that I met with Zuckerberg and, and some of the team members, like they're pushing more into international. Yeah, subscriptions you're you're in a group chat with Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah, on God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. <laughs> He says, "Oh no, God, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> He said, "Oh God, that's got it's real." <laughs> can
0: we zoom in? Can we zoom real quick? Mike, can, we zoom? can we can we get the
2: yeah. zoom?
3: Can we get yeah, real Let's quick? That's when his
0: camera should zoom in on him. I can't, yeah. I can't
3: see it, but oh, take okay. I'll take. it. take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, it, it's one of the broadcast channels on
2: IG where he like send out updates on the stuff that they're working on. Um, but they are looking to expand subscriptions into more countries, um, over the next couple months. So. Ever since he's been in that gym, and, and I was talking to Ish about this last night, people have to be very careful. Like, when you consistently talk negatively about somebody, you will give them motivation to beat you. Um, Elon, I love you. I hope you come on the show, but you look like Mark Zuckerberg will beat your ass if you get in that dojo with him, right? If you get in that ring. Um, there's a competitive flair that I don't think he's been as ambitious and hungry probably since they went public. Um, so of course with this and a couple other iterations, I think um meta's on a good run for sure. So and I think that the earnings would be great.
3: All right. Um
2: Google. Google would be amazing. Alphabet. Google's, yeah, Google's gonna be absolutely fantastic. I love it. I love it.
0: <laughs> How about uh, Spotify? We just saw that they raised their premium. I think it's now nineteen, is it nineteen ninety nine a month? Mm-hmm. Is that what they're doing? What's, what's your thoughts on, on Spotify? We've been, uh, now I wouldn't say critical. We, we put them on watch for the amount of money that they've spent with the lack of return on some of that investment. So what is our thoughts on Spotify? Um, it's not a company that I love.
2: I think they'll bounce and recover and revert to that mean of like 225. But if I was a better man, I wouldn't put a lot of money into being a long-term shareholder of Spotify. Um, the margins are thin, uh, shout out to Ray Daniels. I was having a conversation with him. Like, the music industry gets 25% of their profits. That's troubling. Um, so I don't like the price of model. Uh, Charlamagne, Charlamagne and Schultz went on a big rant this weekend um, talking about streaming services and, and content creators. And are we, like, going to see a slow decline of many of these? I don't think Spotify will ever blow up. I personally been using Spotify for maybe three or four years, but um, the margins in the business are just not amazing. So I, I wouldn't invest in it long term.
0: He says he's not into that. Uh, next era, Energy. They're having a, a slightly down year, down 6%, almost 7% for the year. What's your thoughts in the energy space? Next, next era, the ticker is N-E-E. NEE. yep. What's yeah, it's goals? not
2: bad. I like it at 70, and maybe at 50 is too high above there. The all time high is 93.72. So, a rule of thumb um, if whatever the all time high is, a great place to invest in it is 50% from that high. It's just too high. Um, next tier is an okay company. It's a B class company. It's not A tier. Hey, what you think yes, yes. um, But no, I wouldn't invest in it right now unless it got to that 70 mark or $50 mark. Got you.
3: All right, let's go to um, Crocs. This is interesting. My son wears Crocs all day, every day. I'm wearing them right now. Um, I, I, never, never, I never owned a pair of Crocs. But really? Neither. <laughs> you would I like neither. them. Probably would. You would like them. Um, but yeah, they, they've uh, changed the game. They've changed
2: the game for footwear. So um, <laughs> where do we stand with Crocs? Um, The stock has been... On a remarkable tear since 2017. Of course, in 2020, I had an incredible cert, like uh, move up from 20 bucks to 183. Um, I have to look at the the margins of the business and like the revenue that's coming in. I know they have hit like a fanatical cultural significance, but probably not unless it was at 40 bucks. The high is 183. So I'll have to wait till like 40 before I would be sold on buying it, but. The company's done well the last couple of years. Like they found a, a comfort spot, a niche spot, and then of course Soleil he has his Crocs that he makes that I think are amazing. But I will have as an investor, I have to wait to for like forty bucks before I'll be willing to buy it.
0: Forty bucks on that. Now let's talk about one of my favorites. Spoke about this during the pandemic. A lot of people have sent text messages. I appreciate that that they've made money in this investment. Thermal Fisher Scientific ticker is TMO uh i mean over the past five years up 146 percent kind of trading sideways this year though um had a had a, had a downturn last year what's your thoughts long term on on thermal Fisher?
2: phenomenal i mean it's trading sideways but it's like at 569 um maybe they should do a stock split their class A share owners probably wouldn't want that but they've been doing incredibly well i think um the slowing down or sideways movement that we've seen is like reflective of what the overall economy and stock market is doing. But amazing company. It's like one of the better companies that's not talked about a lot. Um, maybe in two or three years, they'd be at 700. But yeah, this company is uh, a solid. I, I wish they would do more on the marketing side. I think that would help push them a lot more. But that run from 2011, 2012, going from 65 up to 600 has been amazing. That's 10x return. There's nothing bad I can say about this company right now at all.
0: Yeah, they made, they had a, an incredible run during the pandemic when you're talking about people are going to have to have the vaccine and who's actually going to be bottling and storing that vaccine to make sure it gets to the facilities. Thermal Official was one of the leaders in that. And so yeah. it was interesting to see. I mean, there, there'll be, not that COVID um, is something that can't come back, but it looks like we have that under control as of now. But I'm sure there'll be something else in the next year or six months or maybe tomorrow. We never know. That's, that's, you know, why we, talk about looking at the healthcare field because there's always going to be something and there's always going to be a need. Thermo Fisher is is one of those ones that we definitely have on the watch list. Yeah. Uh, And I want
2: to say it again, if I, if I wasn't investing in tech as a primary sector, healthcare would definitely be it like pharma first. um, And then broader healthcare companies, like that will make up the majority of my portfolio. Cause if you look at it, healthcare was that before tech was that like in the 1990s, pharmaceutical companies were like, would give all the high gains. Um, so, yeah, if you're not heavily invested into tech, the sec, and going back to the point about Domino's Pizza, I think people want to be health conscious, but the way our system works is that we're going to make sure that 80% of the population isn't. Healthcare companies, as a result, are going to end up going up a lot more. Um, that's why Eli Lilly's done well, Thermo Fisher has done well, um, Stryker's done well, because there's always going to be a population of sick people by design in this country. All right. Yep.
3: All right. You want to get one more?
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about, this is a good one, uh, Chipotle. Chipotle just seems to be, I mean, every time you look, I'm looking at this stock, I'm saying to myself, will it slow down? Will it slow down? Will it pull back? What's the new innovation? Uh, and it hasn't. It, and it hasn't. <laughs> and I, I'm not sure if it's going to anytime soon. What are your thoughts on, on their, their earnings report uh, this quarter?
2: Um, I think they'll do well. If I had one regret of like a stock that I didn't invest in and shouldn't have held on too longer, it would be Chipotle. Um, For a while, it was a lot more volatile. If you go back to like 2014, 2013, let me see. So yeah, in 2015, it was at 740. It went down to 264 in 2018 everyone thought it was done that was the consensus like they won't be able to recover and get back to those highs and all of a sudden the marketing got better margins got better um as the world desired like you talked about Rashad, to have like cleaner eating they became a viable option they are like our generation's ver- like version of subway as like the fast food healthy place to go to and they've been on a tear um i know this is one of trap's favors yeah. so i, I want to give them credit for that but um yeah, if it's one that I missed out on that I wish I could have had, this is this is that one. I, I am bad.
0: I am with you in that in that uh that group of people who I've waited and I've missed. And I'm watching it and congrats to everybody that is inside uh, or an investor in uh, Chipotle. So that's a lot. There's a few others that I report. And I just run off the names. Uh Visa. You know, we've talked about that here on Market Mondays meta. I mean, not meta MasterCard will be reporting as well. Intel when we talk about semis. I know TSM reported last week, and it was yeah. some good news, some bad news. Um, but that, that's to be expected. Uh and then from the energy sector, we got Exxon and Chevron reporting Friday as long as uh as well as PNG probably yeah. Gamble. Yeah, yes.
3: Let's talk about Charlemagne the God. Huh. Shout the out to Charlemagne the God show. So <laughs> it's what do you think of Charlemagne's prediction that media companies are dying in this era and there will eventually only be two main streaming companies that will remain after the collapse?
2: Yeah, this is something him and show's talked about on uh, Brilliant Idiots and I posted it this past weekend. Um, going back to the actor strike, I think one of the things that is not talked about enough and that they brought up is that um the profitability is not there how everyone thinks i know joe when he was in the spot of he asked a brilliant question that never got answered which was what is the value of a stream and spotify never gave that answer for a multitude of reasons i think a lot of these streaming companies are in a bad position because they are not as profitable and they just spent too much money on content. Like, it's a horrible model to make a show for $100 million and expect to, to make the money back $14 or $9 at a time. Um, I don't know if there will be two players only, but I think there will be a big four, as there is in most businesses. I think it'll eventually just be Apple, Netflix, Hulu, and maybe one player. But like, this proliferation of a whole bunch of streaming apps, the margins are not there. And we see it as reflective in. Disney wanted to get rid of ESPN. Mm -hmm. They're making less Star Wars content. They want to Mm -hmm. get rid of Marvel. So if you're telling me that the best media brand in American history is selling off arguably one of the best sports brands, the best cartoon brand and the best sci-fi brand, you can't tell me that Spotify is fucking crushing it. It's impossible. And it's a conversation that like we've had before And I I always ask the question, if I was given $1.2 billion to build a podcast division and the only hit I got out of it was Joe Rogan and Will Smith did 12 episodes and and Megan and and, uh, Harry did 15 episodes and then they just walked off how Rick Ross did on 85 South, what would I be called? And it was just some kind of blunder for Daniel at Spotify. And I don't have any issue with, with Daniel. I think he's an amazing CEO. But I think the truth is going to be told in maybe a year or two about the majority of these media companies. And I keep saying it, I ask you guys, I ask Charlamagne, I ask Joe, I ask Schultz, how many people may are making a million dollars more from podcasting or media? Not many. If the numbers were so insane that a talent was drawn in 40 and $50 million a year from that show, it'd be easy to pay them a million dollars. The reason why there aren't a lot of people making a million dollars plus in the space is because they don't draw that much value. And I think we're seeing it at scale as we are in a recession that they will not announce that most media properties are not doing as well as we think.
0: Uh, man, that was well said. That was well said. Um, he's on to something. And he, he uh, he's pretty accurate when, when I looked at it from a terms of, it's, it's like the Jay-Z line, less is more. Mm-hmm. Right? So when we watch Bob Iger speak, if you read it between the lines, he's telling you the same thing. Less is more. So when he's saying like, yes, Pixar, we've missed. Like, mm-hmm. If we're going to be honest, we've missed on a bunch of, of movies. We're going to cut back on making those movies, right? We had Star Wars and you know, Lucas Films put out in the Indiana Jones movie. It it didn't hit like we thought.
2: I didn't even know it came out.
0: <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't hit like they thought it would. All right. Well, we've got to scale back. But well, I think the, the Marvel thing is, is the biggest one because it was like, okay, the movies did so well and that was leading up to the pandemic but then they started putting out shows that nobody watched so we have to cut back the problem is that and disney's one but i mean all these streaming services netflix even to a certain extent they're they're accumulating debt with no real concrete strategy of how to accumulate more revenue mm-hmm. and that's that's the real issue right so like when when i talking about hey yeah we have espn but you know these contracts that we have with these leagues they cost billions how are we going to pay for it how do right. we keep them and pay for it and so reading between that is like now who is the company that is going to partner to purchase ESPN to have those rights because I'm sure they'll I'm sure Disney will want to stay involved in it somehow right because they own ABC and they can broadcast nationally so who becomes that does it become an Apple to say okay we'll partner we'll, we'll take the sports division we'll take ESPN and we'll mm-hmm. figure this out. Or, and this was an interesting one, and I didn't even think of it. What if a company like Fanatics decides that uh-huh. we are now your sports partner? They already have the merchandising, yes, but they, but they don't have the network to do TV. But what if you combine both of them? Now it becomes interesting. And so, we talked That's about a Michael Rubin all the time. We've watched the net worth of his company grow. We watched it grow from two billion to six billion. Now, I think it's valuated at like 28 billion what if they now decide to partner because they already have licensing deals with all the leagues for the merchandising now what if we package the merchandising with the tv rights that becomes hey, super interesting
2: great you got a crystal ball great minds think a lot you know what? When, when, when they had that party the first thing i thought this looks like the title rollout out from 10 years ago mm. how do you get jay-z lebron meek little baby getting hugs from behind pause pause right To get all those people in the same room at the same time, you think they was there just to drink, do say. I'm like, damn, this look like the title rollout, but better. And Jay's already infiltrated and took over sports. Robinson could know you coming with me. He told y'all 10 years ago.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Good. Put out the book of hope and then, okay, what will be best? Find a way for your talent to be on TV that you own or a network that you own all the time. I think it would be the next evolution. So I definitely yeah. agree. While everything is in recession and it, the other issue, we don't have enough people that want to be consumers when everybody wants to be a star.
3: Well, I think that also it's a new age of media. I think like you know, who's really watching movies at a fast pace these days? Like people, I know some people are still gonna watch movies, but the vast majority of people, I'm not I'm on my phone. I'm not yeah. really watching movies. So many movies come out on Netflix that I've never seen or they come out on these weird streaming services. Like,
2: Shout
3: out to Tubi. No, <laughs> ain't even Tubi, but I mean, let's just be honest. Who, have you ever watched anything on Apple Plus? Shout out to Steph Curry. His yeah. documentary just came <laughs> out. <laughs> but Lots I have Steph. to have... I yeah. mean, no, it just is what it is, though. I, I mean, watched
2: everything. one interview with Oprah
3: on there. I, I've never watched one thing on Apple Plus. I probably watched two things on Hulu. Is hijacked on Apple Plus or no? <laughs> but you know,
0: you said you don't consume TV, though.
3: But I'm just saying, I don't know anybody. I'm, I'm still... I'm in the loop. Nobody's watching Apple Plus.
0: People are watching Apple Plus. You don't consume it, but we're gonna know. be honest, or are we just
3: gonna be people. Quickly? I'm gonna tell hey, you let's that. let's no, 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 be no. honest. No. no, honestly.
0: Now are people <laughs> is it Netflix? No. But people are consuming the Ian, content.
3: Do you know anybody that watches Apple Plus on a regular basis? You know
0: me. No. That's not a that's not a fair so assessment. I, I know you, you know me. I, I, I've watched content on there.
2: Everybody is fudging the numbers in streaming. <laughs> it's not that's true too. It's, but, not, but, passing, it's but, not
3: passing the eye test. No, both things are it's true. It's not passing the eye yeah. test. Both things are
2: true. It's not passing the eye
3: yeah, test. And Like not. you said, you, you this it costs money to produce these things, yeah. these movies, these documentaries, these shows. It costs money to produce them. One thousand percent. It's going on these on these these streaming services that's behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. At least on YouTube, you can see numbers. They might be yeah. inflated, but at least you can see the numbers. Like Revolt, I'm not sure mm-hmm. how many people actually watch Revolt on TV, but you can see the numbers on YouTube. Drink Champs. Tony Yayo, yeah, yeah, yeah. three million views in three days. Like, shout yeah. out to Revolt. over Reliability season three comes out. Next <laughs> By month. the way. Shameless plug. But <laughs> all I'm saying is that I think it's just a new age of media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I think low-costing content, this is why, you know. With high, have, quality. With high quality. Well, high quality. This is why the podcast scene has really taken off. It's low-costing content. Um, it's easy to produce. It's easy to put out. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know. Content has become like music. Before music meant a lot, and you you had an album, and you would sit with that album for six months. Now, Gunner comes out with a song, and then Takashi Six Nine comes out with a song with Kodak Black three days later. It's just this—it's cool. so disposable. It's so disposable. That's how content is. Content is like Drake mm-hmm. does an interview in bed with the TikTok girl, and then Elliot Wilson—he's going back and forth with Drake the next week. It's just like, it's just like, yeah, you gotta, it's, it's so disposable. Like the content and Dame Dash told Dame Dash warned us shout yeah. out to Dame when Dame on the breakfast club 10 years ago. And he is very in, insightful conversation that he had. And that's when he would, he was telling envy then like, yo, you don't own this. And then envy was like, I own, I own a stock in the company. I don't even think the company's publicly traded. I'm not sure he owns stocks. In the not at that time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, that was a difficult, um, that was difficult for him to do, but <sighs> It was. It was just a difficult thing to pull off at you. that time. But the thing about it is that <laughs> <laughs> the thing about it is that um you have to you have to read the tea leaves.
2: This is true. You
3: have to read the tea but leaves. We're we agreeing. And Charlemagne was smart enough to read the tea leaves. He started yeah. his, not only his podcast that he's done, but he starts the Black Effect Podcast Network. Right. Mm-hmm. This this makes sense because now you go into the lane of where media is headed. Um, so it'll be interesting to see where, where media plays over the next 10 years. But I just feel like a lot of people's wasting a lot of money, these streaming services, nobody's watching them. And
0: yeah, it's just it's not a good business model. Yeah, so you agreeing with what Bob auger' uh, saying? He's saying the same exact thing. Less is more. Like we messed this up. How are we gonna fix this? Here's how we've got to stop doing <laughs> this. This isn't making any money. We overshot this. There's nobody's watching She-Hulk. No disrespect, but nobody's watching it. Right, Mm -hmm. you can put out there that nobody's watching it. Right, it used to be like, Hey, if we create these characters, then they do well in the end game, and then we can give them their own individual series. And that might have worked for one or two, but some of these characters, there's no investment in them. Right, then they put it, it didn't work on the streaming, so they put it on ABC and start. you you started seeing uh, Agent Shield on ABC. Where did that go? It's gone because nobody, there's no investment there, so they they overdid it. So, Mm -hmm. less is more. Right. And, then, you know, of course, when, when you, oh, you keep... You didn't watch Agent chill. Right. No, absolutely not. This show's <laughs> terrible. Um, Shout out to everybody who's
2: on the show. But, but like, when, when you are not having... There's too many suits in the creative business that is not looking to make great creative. And, of course, like, you have to judge a business, like, how can it thrive mm-hmm. in, in an economy when people don't have a surplus of money? In 2018, 2019, 2020, up until March, everyone thought everything was fine. Always calibrate to see, okay, great, how well will things do if the market dries up and people don't have as much money? Number two, once again, like Rashad said, the cost for these shows were too damn high. So, mm-hmm. like, you have to fu- – everything is a hedge fund business. Like, as soon as I saw Pat McAfee get brought over to ESPN, I'm like, I wonder how much the betting will go up because he's a player that can call things on the fly in real time that can make people money. As soon as I saw Romo say, hey, this is the play they're going to run and people start betting on it, that's the hedge fund business. Mm. It's all about risk to reward. Like, if I pay $10 for content, can I get $100 out of it? It's really hard to make up a $300 million movie $15 or $7 at a time. It's damn near impossible to do so. Hollywood
3: Hollywood is a place where there is a tremendous amount of waste. It's a bad business model. They waste money, um, there's too many people with their hands in the pot. They take too long. Um, there's too many uh, gatekeepers. It's it, and, and that's why they they on strike now. Like technology is going to replace jobs, no matter how, no matter what they try to do with the strike and try to put the language in. You can't you can't erase AI. It's here to stay. Um, so the whole idea of Hollywood is is fading away. It's actually it's, a, it's it's a bad business model that's dying. And the sooner they realize that. The better off mm-hmm. they'll be. They're trying to save. They're trying to save the golden age of Hollywood. It's over. It's
2: done. It's over
3: Lethal Weapon. weapon. <laughs> it <laughs> great not, great movie though, it's right. over. No, I'm saying that yeah. that's never gonna happen. Yeah, days, like those are. Bad
2: Boys Two. Yeah, it's over. Yeah.
3: Like those well, they blockbuster. Try,
0: they're, they're trying to do it.
3: They are
2: trying
0: to yeah, do it. like how much money did
3: they spend? Like something. How much money did they spend on Barbie?
0: A huge. That budget is it, crazy. It's, it's
3: not passing the eye test. It did
0: 155. It,
3: that they spent a billion. They spent. They a spent a lot. They, they, they spent a, a, no a lot. Yet. They, they spent a, a lot.
0: And if anybody's looking at Mattel, which owns Barbie, and twenty percent of the revenue from Mattel comes from Barbie's merchandising, M A T is a stock. Just you really watch this, but continue. they spent a lot. They did spend a lot.
3: I don't. I'm not a forensic accountant. Account. I'm, I'm just a common sense person. I I think they lost. They own a lot. spent
0: one fifty on marketing. And they, they made $155 1st At again. least
3: 150 on marketing. You, you I think they another. spent more. But that's not that's not even the, the actors, the director. Domestic. That's all, just domestic. I think they're losing money on this. That's my whole point. We'll see. I, do we, don't, I don't know. I can, I'm not 100% But even certain. if it does
0: well, right? Let's say it does well. There's only been $1 billion movie. this, And we can't even count that. Well, we can count it. There's only been $1 billion movie this year. For all the marketing What's and all right? these movies. You know what it is? What's that? You know?
3: Black Panther. Black
0: Panther. That was not But... Mar- Mario Brothers, bro. Mario Brothers is the only okay. billion dollar movie this year. But they can't count Avatar because it came out in December. So Mario Brothers is the only one that's done a billion dollars. Even if this does, it doesn't, it's not a fair assessment of what the movie situation looks like. Because it's one. It's one out of how m- four or five movies comes, come out a week. We don't go to see any of them. The model is different. Now when you the they come out, they got, they got 30 days to put it on. But you, you brought up something with the Pat McAfee thing. Because Disney is losing money, right? Mm-hmm. ESPN is, is, its cost them a lot of money. There's a free agent out there that they keep saying is coming to the network. Oh baby, what do you think Shannon Sharpe worth? The real number? What's the? What do you think the real number? Right? Because there's there's Tossy. Even Stephen A. says that like you know he wants to bring him to the show. If Pat McAfee is five years, eighty-five million.
3: But Stephen A. Smith got like twelve million.
0: So underpaid. underpaid. He's underpaid. Even he's underpaid. He worked.
3: Like to work seven days a week, going to Utah, going to for <laughs> real. They got him doing lacrosse cross games and shit. Like- <laughs> That's so
2: he running, around the, he running around the globe for <laughs> for a- <laughs> I am good. Yo, Jesus. Somebody get Stephen A. Smith
0: on the show. We, we, <laughs> like, we ain't going back to Salt Lake now, man. So uh I, nah, it's gonna be interesting to see. I'm I'm interested in seeing that, especially when you hear the CEO of the company saying that, yo. We're losing money. In fact, we got to figure out how mu- how we're gonna get this twenty seven billion to get Hulu because that's on the ticket before the end of the year. Yep. Then we got to figure out how we're gonna pay Fox seventy one million for the-, the searchlight deal. I mean, like, where are we getting the money?
3: That's that's it. That Disney Plus too much. They got too much going
0: on. This- go. They I think they're gonna combine Hulu and, and just, That was one of the plans he said. And, but, and
2: I, I don't know when or what happened, and that's cut you off. But I think seventy one billion. I'm sorry, seventy
0: one billion, not million.
2: Jesus and, and and guess what Here, here's a model that I think would be really amazing shoot a 15 million dollar movie bring it to me I'll give you 40 60 percent of the revenue and we keep 40 and if they incentivize mr Beast to do it because he's doing these big-ass productions I think YouTube could end up being one of the biggest movie producers in the next 10 years they have a better mo- here's their model I'll pay you after the shit works <laughs> Not Good bad.
0: Idea. Good idea.
2: It's only a 1% chance of failure. The way that Hollywood has been doing it, any accountant would tell you that that, that is an upside-down business. You're running negative. Like, even if you had a string of, like, now Marvel and The Rock isn't working. I, I knew the movie industry was in trouble when they started talking bad about the Black Adam flop and wanted to get The Rock out of DC. I said, if he can't make that franchise work, and him and Superman are not getting, not getting along, it's over with. Here's a novel idea. Build something that people want,
0: monetize it after,
2: or the creators put your own money up and bring it up
0: after. Yeah, there's, there's only a few franchises that work. Um, DC, is, it's, it's a struggle. Um, that Fast and Furious did all right, but it's, it's just one franchise that they just keep doing over and over and over, over again. People love it. But that's, yeah, just make the product. And we'll pay you. It's like success. it's like
3: go- the same thing with corporate is the same thing with government. They're all stupid yep. and they're out of touch. And they all they're only they're only white men. And it's a it's a small demographic of the society that's making rules for everything. And they're completely out of touch. Write the check for InvestFest. That's a perfect example. If you. I don't know why InvestFest doesn't have 10 million dollars in corporate sponsorships because they're out of touch of what's going on. You get 20,000 people to come to learn about financial literacy. Where else in the world has that actually ever happened? And we got to yeah. kind of go back and forth with pitch decks and cause they are out of touch with reality. Meetings. And it's controlled by a small minority of white men who don't even know what earning leisure is. This, is. this is what music, this is why the music sounds like it sounds. This is why the content is produced how it is. And mm-hmm. it's the same thing over and over again. They're wasting money and they don't know what's what's happening with culture, society, and, and they keep just striking out, and they get afforded luxuries to keep striking out, and they get rehired, they get fired from one company, and then they get hired at another company, and it's a whole network of nonsense, and it's been happening forever.
2: Yeah. yeah that was you true. That was power, pal- and he's 100% accurate. And for anyone who thinks this is just his rant, when I say, hey, we don't have... 25 productive companies or like why do you guys always talk about apple and microsoft because duracell is not a great company (laughs) sorry like most of the companies that we love are not even here samsung is not an american property like there's a re we have so much inefficiency in like you said in schooling bureaucracy government corporate like Like the bloat is too much and then it's a slow erosion of our economy as a result. But then the biggest companies could go to other countries that they help build but won't help build us here. But what do I know? If I made you money, please put yes in chat. Media businesses are in trouble. Thank you, Charlamagne. Yes. Mr. Insecure. Go make your people. We're going to have a real conversation because I like I, I was talking to Ish about this last night. I'm tired of a lot of people in media acting like they're a certain way. And if we compare the bank accounts and the net worth and impact, like how can you make somebody and then you ain't made nobody on your team?
3: Why don't you make some people some money? Try that. What? Paid it, there's pay There's pay.
2: no need to hate on anybody if you are doing well. I remember I was in Mexico, and I was talking about episode of uh, Market Mondays with Corey, and I'm like, why are he asking Rashad about X, Y, Z? He's like, yo, he always been temperamental like that, and da da da. The insecurity comes from you not delivering on what you're supposed to, and I don't have any issues with you. But when you go to the lens and say that you helped make something, when you haven't helped make other people around you, boys stop. <laughs> okay make uh, another hole, <laughs> boys stop working ah
3: shout out to dame he warned us
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> these industry they always been fishy that's why i hate the entertainment thing like the only way to win is to be fake and then when you start giving the oddest take on something it's like you arrogant or you difficult to work with. No, you're just an asshole and a sucker. That's all it is. Sorry. Well, it's a bozo economy.
3: We live in it. But that's the beauty of what we've been able to create because we didn't have to go through gatekeepers. So nobody ever put us on to even say that it's blasphemous because we put ourselves on like This was built by the people and hard work and dedication. But other people had to go through the corporate ladder. They had to intern with people and they had to, you know, snake somebody. They had to give somebody pizza and they had to, you know, get slapped in their face and do a variety of these weird initiations that have to happen. Like they like they like they about to join a fraternity or something. Um, But that's what they had to go through. So that's the mentality that they carry with them. But we didn't have to go through any of that. And we never worked for anybody. We never got a corporate check. We never had to wake up and punch a clock. And so it's a, different, it's a different journey. It's a different mindset. But in order to fully appreciate that, you, you have to go through it. You can't appreciate it if you never went through it. So it's, um, it's like 19 Key said, a slave could never think like a free man. You don't know it. You've never been free. You only think like a free man when you've been free. So you could you could be rich, you could have a hundred million dollars and still be a slave. You could be a billionaire and still be a slave. Like money's not really that's not that doesn't mean that you've reached any level of you know freedom because you still work for somebody. But you know nobody owns
2: us. That's the difference. Yeah, hey man. If I made you money, please put us in chat. Complex. I want to do this podcast list, please. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Ah, man. Make another hole.
2: Silly rabbit. And you lucky your man ain't left you yet. <laughs> so come. So we'll reach. Dead
3: weight. <laughs> the dead weight. Cut the dead weight.
2: Amen. Hey, man. What do I know? Surgically. And it's just so much easier to just to... I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting.
0: Well... So what does what the second half Let them burn. Of, of the year look like in terms of the stock market? What what do we think about the second, <laughs> the second half, right? We're, we're already into the second half of the year. Mm-hmm. December will be here in no time. What, what yeah. are our thoughts about the second half of the, of the year? The the, the, year. The,
2: my favorite takeaway from every book that I've read, whether it's William O'Neill, Tony Robbins, Money Master the Game, Howard Marks, Warren Buffett, is in the end, everything is always going to be okay. Uh, I told the story before, but when Trump got elected, I I was up trading all night, killed it. And I'm like, but Trump's president now. I called my dad. I was like, what do you think? He was like, run your race, continue to invest long-term, continue to trade, don't change anything. No matter what happens in the market short-term, if you are investing for the long-term, it's like a 99.99999% chance that you'll win. And this is the truth. Invest in every asset class, real estate, crypto, stocks, B2B, business to government, healthcare, commercial real estate. If you hold anything for a 10-year period, you will have success. The second half of the year will be great. The companies that are doing well will continue to do well. The ones that are doing bad will continue to do bad. Um, I know there was a rebalance in the NASDAQ 100, but the companies – it's like the 80-20 rule, the 95-5 rule. Like 5% of the companies are going to produce 95% of the gains, and 20% of the people that work with you are going to produce 80% of the effort. Like – Some of these axioms are so tried and true, but I think when you're on Instagram and on these media properties that are failing in real time, they're trying to get you to feel like everything is the end of the world. Like Take Robert Kiyosaki. Robert Kiyosaki has probably one of the most profitable and known books on investing ever. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. If you go look at his tweets, you would think that the end of the world is coming as much as he claims that the world is going to end. When, if you look through any period over a 10 year period, I talked about this last year in Invest Fest, Any decade, if you h- held for a decade and bought the top two, you were fine.
3: Robert Kiyosaki, he's weird. Uh, great book. Um, he but it, he, book. he's he's a bozo. Um, that's what, Jesus,
2: that's what happened when you choose sensationalism <laughs> over the truth. But it's true, it's part it of is. the bozo economy. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, great, great book. Shout out to you, now it's a great book. It's like okay, the stock market is gonna crash, but buy silver coins. From where I'm from, if you're walking around oh, with a bag bro. of silver coins, that was going
0: gonna... That was <laughs> definitely in 2005 and six because we mean, we, we used there? Did you go to that, that conference yeah. where he's talking about yo? You gotta buy nickel. You gotta buy nickel. It's the next thing. The, the economy's gonna crash. Then boys from Gary pull that nickel out on you and give, make you give up all them
2: coins. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Double okay, like
2: you, you carry a bag of nickels in a Nike bag if you want to. When they pull out that Under Armour bag with them sticks on them, boy, look at this. You're like, dang, where you get that from? <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, got an AR-19. Jesus Christ. Oh, be- but everyone wants another sensational hit. I hate to tell you guys this. Most people in media are not as successful in making as much money as you think. Quick question, quiz time for everyone in chat. Who are the top five people that run Black, Rock and Vanguard? Jeopardy music. Most people don't even know who Larry Fink is. Larry Fink is probably one of the most powerful men in the history of American finance. But they want to talk about Kodak Black and if he is a sellout for getting two million dollars from him. Kudos to Wack for setting that up. I'm not in street politics. I get it, but the, our top five conversations should not be over street politics and top five lists and not know who these people are who are running our lives. Most people want to be a YouTube star and don't even know who the fucking CEO of YouTube and Google is. How? Fact. But what do I know?
3: What do you know? Nope. What do you know? The bozo economy. I'm getting shirts. I'm getting shirts made. Bozo economy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Man. Uh, Let's talk about Tesla, shall we? This company generated nearly 25 billion in sales last quarter. What do you think of the performance of the stock? And since they have been downgraded, do you still believe in the company?
2: Yeah, I believe in the company. Um, we talked about it before, but them lowering their prices definitely impacted their margins. And while mm-hmm. you're lowering margins and trying to pull off Hyperloop, SpaceX, changing the Twitter logo, battling with Elon, he has to make some corrective decisions. Um, I think Tesla's still a power player. Will always like They have gotten that preeminent position in an EV space to make people want to invest in EV and, and drive the car. Um, I think he needs to fix the margin issues, but Tesla's is going to be fine. Like it may be a short term downgrade, but if they find a way to get those margins back up, we'll get the pricing back up. Great. They've been delivering on um, the, the car sales dramatically. That's great. If he puts his truck out and it's finally produced, that can give an edge. I'm hearing some rumors of like a cyber dirt bike being available for kids. That could be interesting. I think they need like a their version of the iPod. They need like a mass hit with good margins to help secure them. But I think I said it before: if he gets focusing and quit focusing on this X app and turning Twitter into WeChat of the United States, and just integrated that all in a Tesla, the stock will probably be at five hundred or six hundred. I think he's just spread a little bit too thin. But Tesla's an amazing company.
0: When we we watched the uh, earnings, I believe it was uh, last Wednesday. That was one of those questions and. Maybe you can give some some insight to it. Do we think I mean, we saw it the run up into until Wednesday with with Tesla just going crazy. The report, the earnings came in, the stock went down the next day. You think it was because of the margins or did people taking profit have a bigger uh, contribution to watching the, the stock go down a little bit? I think it's a combination of both. So
2: like when the margins are thin, there's no upside. Like even if the the run up on Nvidia has been a little bit too much and the P ratio is a little bit too wide, the margins are good. So with Tesla, there's no reason for it to push to 300. Um, And I know everyone wants to a lot of times make an issue of a pricing. But if you are only netting 9% or 12%. And oftentimes, like when you have and we've seen this in the luxury market with LVMH and everything that they have acquired. A lot of times, if you put something on sale for a low price, most people aren't coming back to buy that thing or good after they have more money. That's why I think it's a mistake for most people to price, to run their business based off price. And I get flack for it all the time. Like, oh, you charge too much for it. I have somebody up seven hundred ninety percent since 2018. I know some hedge funds that have not been up 700% in a decade. So they have to fix the margin issue. Um. And then it'll give it more room to run. But I think investors on the institutional side wanna see a more professional CEO. Or if you're gonna be erratic, your numbers have to be blockbuster. Mm. So he has to pick a side. He got to get out all the videos dancing. Cause Mark Zuckerberg will beat your ass. Well boy in shape. When oh, I saw him in the ring with Izzy, you said what?
3: Nah, finish what you're about to say.
2: Yeah, like when I saw, saw him working out with Izzy, I'm like He'll give you the beats right now. Beats, beats by Dre,
0: real beats for real. Beats by Dre, real beats. Um, pause on. Him.
2: I forgot.
3: Shout out to Nas. Uh, oh, yeah. dropped dropped his album, and uh, we actually had a pretty dope conversation with him. Yo, what's going on over there? Right? yeah,
2: I'm <laughs> I put my AR nineteen up, my bad.
3: Yeah, we had a pretty dope. We got a pretty dope conversation with uh with Nas. So shout out to Esco. Shout out to, uh, shout out to Jeff. Talked about. Economic, economic issues, world economic issues, our community. It was very, it was legendary
0: situation. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> they were like, well, what was it like? I'm like, Nas is talking about the economy. You just stop and you listen. You listen. I, 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 you got paint the picture, paint the picture. Can you at least paint the picture Binaj? of how, how this happened? Yeah. Uh, relationships. <laughs> so uh,
3: <laughs> shout out to Faheem. And the whole security. You got no security, but we was on stage. We was just chilling. Shout out to Mike B, mm-hmm. our stylist. Shout Mike. He was he was there. Everybody G-code. was there. G-Code, that's our guy. Um, Marcus Harvey was there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, one of Nas's best friends, childhood friends, is crazy because we like 10 feet away. And uh, to the left, his name on Instagram, and I actually followed him on Instagram. This is one of his best friends. And um, he's been following us for a long time. So he called us over and uh, it was crazy because when he called us over, Nas was like, yo, he's the one that put me on to y'all. So I want to introduce y'all to him. Like this, Mm. this means a lot. This means a lot to him. So it was dope. Um, And then yeah, from there we just had a conversation about angel investing, world economics, the black plight,
0: Wealth Gap. In the middle of an album release party. At two o'clock in the morning. That's fire. <laughs> it's, a, it's like, I got to paint the, the scene, it's like, it's Nas, it's us, and it's his, his people, and in in like, Jungle's like right next to me. And we're like in a huddle in the middle of an album release party talking about economics.
3: And then as soon as we left him, we run into Steve Stout.
2: Shout out Steve.
3: Shout out to Steve Stout, man. He's talking about Invest Fest. <laughs> this guy's crazy. But shout out to Steve Stout. Man. Yes. Oh, shout out to Steve Del- shout out to Stout. The whole, man. the whole team. And we know. got introduced to Colleen. You know, Colleen. Oh, um, yeah. We buy two tickets. Yeah. We got introduced to Colleen. We asked her. We asked her about
0: it. It's Cap, right?
3: No, no, no. We, I, we, I, said, we, I
0: We asked her about it. I
3: said, I, I <laughs> I said, I said yo, I said, yo, why you make the boy buy two tickets? She was like, nice meeting you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to Colleen. She was dope. That's that was funny. Dope. She, was dope. She, she, was dope. she was super cool. She was super cool. Ah, uh, all right. Before we go, we gotta talk a little crypto, shall we? The Federal yes. Reserve, the official. Oh, get. Uh, oh, yeah. Shout out to Nas. His album is out. So yeah, Magic Magic Hours
0: 2. Two. Magic too. Real, real quick. You, 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 Ian. You spoke on on Twitter. I guess we could just touch on that, like for half a second. They're rebranding it. They're changing the name to X. Yeah. Um. And so this is it. when when I I read the 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 tweet. Or I don't even know what we're gonna call it after this. Um. From uh, the new CEO of, of Twitter there was a key word in here that, that I was like, okay, I see what they're doing with this. They want to turn it into this uh center to Twitter around audio, video, messaging, payments, and banking. And so I'm thinking about like that. I'm like, wait, okay, well, we, the audio, understand I got that part, the video, messaging, yeah. Payments and banking. And so is this his foray into that world? What, yeah? What? Yeah. Th- 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 it-
2: he's been open he want to make he wants to make this our version of wechat but there's a couple issues like um i don't think if he's trusted enough to be able to pull that off in the bank and and once again you have some big competitors so like yes he was an advocate of dogecoin but is he a better alternative than bitcoin itself no ethereum itself no this is what well, like landing your focus matters so much. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe if when a whole crypto boom or the second version of it was, was popping off, if he was more active in that community and then things were being built at that time, there could be a segue. And not saying that it's impossible, but to say like you want 50% of the people in the world to find a way to do banking or business through, it's going to be damn near impossible. Um, now in the grand scheme of things with Tesla, the charging networks, I, I get with the vision that he's trying to go, but I think he's biting off more than he can potentially chew. Like it's been hard enough for them to write a, a lot of wrongs with Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard to be a payment platform and banking and audio and video. Um, and we go through these boom and bust cycles of where like a company will do everything and then we'll have compression cycles where like a company will do something very like extremely well. I think he just needs to focus for the next three or four years of getting Tesla to be as efficient as possible recovering that loss from Twitter, another media company that's falling apart that they paid too much for. And then maybe in the future he can look at the banking sector. I mean and yeah. on top of that too, like if you're a bank and we're in higher inflation area times, it's really hard to make that business work.
0: Yeah. That, so that was the and once you said crypto, it made me think of it because I'm thinking on, on top of it being a banking and payments, he says that he wants to create a global economy and he looks as X is one of the centerpieces of Creating a global economy for goods and services, and so now I'm thinking, is this a foray, or are they working on maybe his own crypto, and and that becomes a way that you have global payments. So I'm, I was just like, yeah. The first thing yeah. I
2: thought when I saw that was like, Mark Zuckerberg is really kicking your ass.
0: He's just trying to find some,
2: trying to find anything to stay afloat. And the the, the the active users, of course, on Threads is going down, but I think they got such a lead that you're trying to find any way to pivot out of that loss. He feels like a fighter that's been backed into a corner and he can't find a way to get out. I think his best move would just be to focus on Tesla, Hyperloop, Starlink. Like, uh, t- Twitter was a mistake. Twitter is like when you're in a relationship with a toxic person for too long, you keep trying to find a way to make it work. Like Twitter is like Blueface and Krishan. No matter what you do, how much counseling Twitter goes through, they'll never be the ideal couple and neither will Blueface and Krishan. Shout Shout to them. Like you have to <laughs> learn when to just take your losses and be like, I messed up. I paid too much for a dying media company.
3: Let's talk about, all right, federal reserve, um, fed now, yeah. uh, yeah. which allows a lot officially launched fed now, which allows you to send payments in seconds. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is this the launch? Is this launch a win for consumers yeah. or a loss? Uh,
0: so I'll just add a little more context behind it uh, even before you go. So you can receive funds in seconds, 24 hours a day, seven days a week uh, through the central bank. So they're saying that um, they've already partnered with 41 banks, 15 service providers, including surprise JP Morgan Chase, Bank of New York Mellon, uh, Mellon and U.S. Bancorp. So those are some of their partners already. What, what's your thoughts? I want no issues with the Federal Reserve.
2: <laughs> See you guys at Invest Fest.
0: All right, that's fair. Get that's fair. Get your tickets. So here's the the follow up for that. Right, if FedNow is effective and we can mm-hmm. get payments in seconds, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, what does that do for the existing payment processing companies, PayPal, Venmo, Block?
2: I don't want any issues with the Federal Reserve. See you guys at InvestFest. I think the other payment providers are in trouble. That's so I keep saying the biggest players on earth are going to find a way to get into your business. Like who? Okay. Imagine if I bought you a business plan and a year later I'm like, we got an issue. Like what's the issue? Uh, the Federal Reserve is our competition. <laughs> Good luck. Jesus Christ. What do you do? Nothing. Nothing. That's a pressure that you don't want. So, um, always going back to that margins thing and seeing what competitive advantages are. It's tough. That's why, like, Elon, of course, being in PayPal, he had this X.com idea back in 99. They didn't approve it. So, this has been like a project he's wanted to do forever. I think it's the wrong business to be in. Anytime you're a competitor with the banks, it's not a business I want to be in. That game is not fair. It's not. It's it's not fair. You think the war on Chirac was something? We get into these banking wars and Federal Reserve wars.
1: Mm-mm.
2: It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. They're gonna take a lead. We'll see. We yep. will see. Oh, no I problem. shall not be a martyr. We don't want no problems at all.
3: But, but another episode of Market Mondays in mm-hmm. the books. <clears throat> another one, another one. Get your tickets to Market Mondays live in Ghana. Yes, Chicago, we coming. Uh, we're going to be announcing information on that extremely soon. Um, and of course, get your tickets to Invest Fest. Every single person in the world will be there that you can think of. So mm-hmm. why would you not be there? That's the question. Uh, yes. Yeah, we got a lot. We got a lot of planned. It's going to be a, a great end of the year. We're going to Toronto. Um, It's a lot of good things that's happening these days.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Want to go
2: spreading the word? Yeah, Just stay focused. And my only piece of advice for all entrepreneurs, all business owners, is to stay focused, run your plan, don't deviate. Because the frustration comes when you stop running your plan and you see other people take pole position from you, Mister Insecure. <laughs> <They're> insecure. <laughs> 14 episodes, <laughs> 25 episodes of a podcast and you stop. Why? 85 South put out a lot of content. We put out a lot of content. Trap put out a lot of content. Button put out a lot of content. Schultz put out a lot of content. Why you stop at 15, 16, 17, 18? Gillian Wallow put out a lot. You're either going to pay the pain of discipline or pain of regret. Ross put out a lot of content.
3: Shout out to Rose, man. Shout <laughs> out to Rose.
2: You know, this guy's <laughs> crazy.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, I get, my fuckers be like, yo, I made you. My dad don't even say I made you, and he literally made me. Uh, what?
3: The internet is a crazy place, man. The internet's a crazy place.
2: <sighs> crazy, so place crazy. crazy place. Crazy place. And, you know, people that are secure, Rich Paul, Steve Stout, Steve Harvey. The crazy crazy thing is people (laughs) have these issues.
3: Sometimes you you think you have control over situations and you try to block something. And that's happened before. Like people try to block different things for us. But when you, the crazy thing is jokes on you when you realize you don't have enough power to block something because you don't own the company. So you thinking in your mind, like, yo, I'm, I'm. I, I'm a boss. I can stop something from happening. No, you really don't. So you see, talk to the CEO of the company. You don't you? Don't even know what you're talking about. That's the crazy thing about it. Like yeah. you're not even in a position to even do anything because you're an employee of a company. Think about it. You don't even know the inner workings of contracts and what's behind the scenes. Different things that is is not is not negotiable. It has to happen. <laughs>
0: do what you're
3: told. What you saying I mean, it's not even the thing of do what you're told, but it's it's happening. And if you don't want to be a part of it, then you could probably sit something out, but you don't, it, you, it's out of your control.
2: And this is what I hate about the industry. Don't be like all cool in a person's face, but behind the scenes, like not like, if you don't like somebody, but this is how to meet. For those of you who want to get entertainment, the only way to really win is like be exceptionally talented or exceptionally fake. It's a lot of fake shit out there, but then you go and find out, you look in their bank account, they, the money's not there. It's a smoke. You want to talk about Ponzi? Most of the entertainment industry is smoke and mirrors, Ponzi bullshit. Those are my thoughts, my reflections, <laughs> and then solely red panda rebellion. to
0: give me fifty. Uh, hey. <laughs> but
2: I don't see no hedge fund managers leaving and wanting to do media. I know a bunch of people in media. Charlie Munger would never be going through some of the shit you're going through right now. If I made you money, please put yes in chat. Not many people can say that. Mr. Insecure.
0: <laughs> okay. Got a new character on the show.
2: Oh, man. These are just jokes. Shout out to Schultz. Shout out to 85 South.
1: <sighs>
2: For those of you who want to get into entertainment, please don't. Pick another professional and <laughs> waste more money there. <laughs> like any industry that there's not a clear path on how to get in, there's a lot of bullshit and manipulation and not a lot of money in it. I'm telling you firsthand. I keep asking every show how many people make a million from podcasts and nobody wants it. Then what y'all think is that in other fields? It's not that much money. If you want to learn how to make money, please come to Market Mondays in Ghana or get your tickets to InvestFest. There will be billionaires there telling you how to do so. Fact. <laughs> That's a fact, ladies and gentlemen.
3: Been okay. real. Uh, check out uh, Ro Timmy. Dope episode <laughs> Dope episode coming out tomorrow at one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, love is love, man. Your love, love is love, man. man. Reach out
0: to your people. Uh, again, c- condolences to uh, to Gilly and, and his family. Uh, While wow, the whole team over there, million dollars worth the game. Love is love. Um, and I just saw Jasmine Sullivan lost her mom today as well. Wow. Reach out to your people, man. Reach out to your people. Just tap in to see how they're doing. One text, one phone call, man. That's all it takes. And it ain't going to take much of your time. Just let them know that you're thinking of them, man. It means it can mean the world to yeah. somebody um, just to let you know that the, that you're thinking of them at that, that moment. So love is love. Be good to each other. Love on each other. And uh, we'll see you all next week. Peace.
1: The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place.